What's up, internets? Welcome to Movie Madness. This episode, we're watching Pitch Black, directed by David Tui. I looked that up, and I was surprised that's how you actually say it. And starring Rada Mitchell and our boy, Vin Diesel. We take a breather in the madness. We like to focus on one film at a time, and we do this on a bi-weekly basis. So if you like what we're doing here, you can tune in or check the episodes we've already dropped. Our movie today is Pitch Black, as I said, and next movie, Panda will be picking. So if you stay tuned in, I'll use some movie magic, drop that right in. Future Proof Bailey here. This week, Panda selected Bad Times at El Royale, a 2018 film written and directed by Drew Goddard, starring Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Ervio, and Dakota Johnson. Tune in in the next two weeks for the next Movie Madness and give your opinion with us. See you soon. So what we do? I'm about to give you a spoiler-free synopsis of the movie to start, and if you get hooked and you think it might be interesting to watch, you can literally like stop the show, stop the pod there, go back, watch the film, come back, and chat it out with us. Leave us your comments. We're curious. Without further ado, kiddos, I'm going to open up with my uh, synopsis. I actually wrote this one, Raza, so I want to <laughs> flex a little bit. I just ad-libbed mine. That's, that, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's very on-brand. It's on-brand. Let's see if I can do my radio voice for it a little bit. This class... <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Boy. So, so, this classic 2000 sci-fi thriller features the hallmarks of the genre and era. Set in what is presumably the future, a transport ship carrying a colorful cast crashes on a desert planet. Trouble ensues as the crew adjusts to this alien planet. Soon enough, they begin to realize that they may not be alone and must desperately work together to find a way off of the planet. Rada Mitchell stars as Carolyn Fry, a morally questionable but determined pilot of the transport ship. And our family, Vin Diesel, takes on his first appearance as his now cult iconic character, Riddick, of, yeah, the Chronicles of Riddick. And if you've watched those, his whole eye bit is a big deal, so that's how it all ties in. I'd say more, but I think what I just outlined perfectly paints the picture of an early 2000s movie and you can fill in the dots just pick your alien <laughs> yeah Yay. so again i want to remind you if that sounds intriguing go watch it watch some of the clips here tune in pop back so does anyone want to drop a little bit of an ad to that synopsis before i run to ad break and we give our opinions subscribe to my only no, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, you gotta be real. That was risky, Ben. Quick notice, guys. We're doing a marathon. March Madness is coming up, and since we're marching into madness, we figured why not try to push our own boundaries. So you can see this calendar here. We're gonna be busting our asses to try to make something every single day of the month. We don't expect it to blow us up or nothing, but what we're hoping is we can learn what content works best for us and uh, what we have the most fun doing. So tune in, try to enjoy the variety, and, you know, tell your grandma about us. Be appropriate. Be yeah, it looks like a Marvel, a Marvel don't film. Don't get canceled. <laughs> don't, don't get canceled. We're back. I did not see any, like, big comments from our movie last week. If you guys tuned in, we actually watched The Big Sick. I just wanted to give, like, a quick shout-out to how many people have been loving the cheeseburger scene. I think evidently on the internet that's like the most classic from there. And then otherwise, mm -hmm. the, the only funny comments I noticed from that film 
I was dying because people were saying it's like the the big sick. They were just talking about it in terms of this was Kumail before he was sexy. Yeah, I could argue that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before he he became huge. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the this washboard abs until after. He be- yeah, this was before he was a superhero. Yeah, superhero will do that to you. Superhero roles. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So. He, he gives me, me hope as a fellow Pakistani. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah there, you can, it's in your it's in your genes. You can get jacked too, Raza. I can get jacked, but stay ugly. So that's we'll make sure that for your next birthday present, we'll get you a framed picture of shirtless Kumail, and then okay. um, we'll, yeah, we'll put it behind your sign. computer screen, and then you can stare at him as you work. As I do my tribute. <clears throat> Yeah, you got <laughs> your <on>. <laughs> Okay, all right. So we jumping over to our individual perspectives on the film. I've been going first lately on these ones, so I'm thinking I'm gonna throw it to Panda to start off with his opinions on the film. <clears throat> you got me because because I, I wanted to hear your thoughts, considering you were the one who pressured us into rewatching this. Okay. Uh, no, g- I'm just kidding. I'm I'm kidding. Um, uh, I have a lot to say, but um, it's not as good as I remember. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some issues with the visual effects, the writing, the editing, um, the film grading, the ending. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's where I'm going to leave it for now because I want to get more into it. But I am curious to hear your thoughts because I assume it's been a while for all of us who haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it had been a while. And um, yeah, I'll just go all flow off since I got a good widespread of comments. I felt that the plot in retrospective surprisingly held up slightly okay. <laughs> like it wasn't some sort of classic storytelling medium, but I was really impressed that it was at least a full story. I thought it was going to be a lot more just random tangents and, oh, there's, look, we got these three Islamic guys. Look at them. It's going to be like very sporadic, but it was at least they, they, you followed the characters. They did the little details we were talking about in our pre-show, like making sure they're praying in certain directions and adding the little character details that allowed the plot to actually work. Like you said, in terms of the direction and whatnot, Cody, like I found the weird use of additional angles to be interesting, but very jarring. Like there's all those weird fisheye shots coming out of nowhere. And it's just like, it was admirable, but it wasn't, wasn't doing it for me. Overwhelming. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And on that note, the one thing I was thinking is like from a production's perspective is with early 2000s tech, even though it was like really cheesy to constantly be cutting to like different colors, like the aliens see a certain way. And then uh, Riddick sees a certain way in IR. And then they have all, and then all these different types of filters you got to put on the footage. And in, with early 2000s stuff, it was like just the beginning of CGI. It wasn't just slide it into premiere and right click a couple effect controls. That That would have been, a bitch of rendering time to do all that footage and and you have to kind of know what color grading is going to come out with so thinking about that it was like okay that might have been a big 
cool thing back then, even though it looks mad cheesy now to achieve that. Mm. Right. Um, in retrospective, I didn't notice. And again, I think it's because we, we grew up in a diverse environment, so I didn't notice it. But on reflection in 2023, I was like, for an early 2000s film, it was surprisingly like diverse and representative. It was like a bunch of different people of all spectrums. Yeah, but all the color people die first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it still I mean, ain't good. <laughs> te- technically, the two captains die first, right? Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Technically. Technically. But, yeah. but in the horror sense, you're absolutely right. Because it's like... Yeah. The Australian guy... Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Because the Australian guy is the first one to climb in the hole. And then they make him the dumb guy who climbs in the hole, too. He doesn't even die in, like, a valiant, intelligent way. Yeah, he just, like, oh, gets dragged <laughs> in. Uh, my None of the deaths in this movie felt impactful to me. Because it was just, like, oh... It, it it was part of those tropes back then where you would just kill off the entire one by one by one, right? Where like it doesn't really like matter as much, and that's what I felt. It was like a lot of the deaths were like, oh, he died. Well, the story goes on. Um, yeah, the the effects of this movie were, I get it, it's two thousand, but like I remember X Men being a little, little, looking a little bit better like the first x-men but yeah it, it's the color gradient like the blue tones the the shaky camera the when the australian guy was getting dragged in it cut back to the girl cut back to him i was like can you stop i'm getting uh i'm getting sick it was like too quick it had this weird like new this like this new age turn of the century or like a millennia uh, style to it, where like all that, all that hyper focused, really like grayish and bluish and brownish tones were like pretty popular in that mm-hmm. in during that that time, and that's what I, I I saw for that. But I just yeah, ultimately like I won't go too in, too much into it now. But over ultimately, I I just thought this this movie um was trying to do something it but it didn't do it in a good way didn't the stakes weren't that stakeable yeah i do agree with that there the stakes weren't high enough for any one of the characters by trying to do this like morally gray plot line it was like yeah you they need every, to survive you know? Yeah, everybody sucked in this movie. Nobody had good intentions. Everybody even, was bad. Even Jack. Even J- the kid. Yeah. Yeah, the- yeah. Uh, I forgot about Jack. Holy fuck. Um, given given they did look up to Riddick as like, you're cool instantly. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. No, but uh, yeah, this movie. Maybe because we have seen better shit, and we're like, now this is bad <laughs> yeah, yeah i have a point i have a point to touch on there but let's uh hear from wine mom if you're done rosa i am more than happy to hear from wine mom <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i did not i did not enjoy myself it was like 
it was one of those movies movies where it's like I thought that I liked it at some parts and then I was like no I really don't like this and then I was like well maybe it's redeemable and then I was like no this is really not doing it for me I don't know like I don't want to be too mean but um the first thing I thought when I was watching it is I felt like it was a cheesy movie produced by Showcase to be played on their sci-fi hour at like two o'clock in the morning on a fucking Sunday. Yeah. And that's what it felt like to me. Um, mm. The way that they killed off Zeke in the very beginning made me so mad. Um, I felt like that was so stupid. Because the way that I felt about the movie is like, okay, so not to be against Bailey right away because he said the plot line helped well I felt like the movie made absolutely no sense I spent the entire movie being like why is this happening how did we get here why did this happen what is the purpose of this who is this why did you go in the hole what is the purpose of leaving the safe ship to go to the other ship like nothing was discussed it was more like you had to just figure it out by yourself because, like, I really didn't understand why Zeke was even in the hole in the first place. I was like, who just decided to sacrifice him for no good reason? Wasn't he burying somebody? No. Cody told me Ooh. he was going to get water. I had no fucking idea what he was doing in the hole. That's a good point, though, because he did kill one of the survivors that they weren't aware of. Yeah, why was he was... in the hole? I need to know. That's, it didn't make sense to me. I don't know. Dumb story. Yeah, because I do. I remember. I remember the scene. They roll up. They rip the tarp off. But why I don't remember why. Movie, right? Yeah. Right. Then, the CGI. I mean, you guys were saying, "Oh, it's good. It's kind of not good. It's, it's okay, like for what it is at the time and whatever." It's like, but one of my favorite movies, as you guys know, is is um, Event Horizon, and it's done relatively close to the same time that this movie came out and you guys know how much i love the cgi on that because mm -hmm. i talk about how good it is for the time that it came out and it's like mm -hmm. there is capability to be better which is why this movie just felt very like it just felt very thrown together like vin I i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be real straight up vin diesel did not belong in the movie. I'm sorry. I was so confused by his presence in general. I felt he did not fit into the, like, I don't know. I felt like he was in 2000 and everybody else was in 1990. Like, it just felt very, like, he just didn't fit with the other people in the movie. It just felt weird to me. Right. Yeah. I also I also didn't really like the the changing of colors. Like that started to really like piss me off. So I was like, "Hey, now we're green. Now we're blue. Now we're black. Now we're green again. Now we're blue." And I'm just like, "Are you?" Because it felt to me, it felt like it felt like this director like had a list of what they thought would like make your movie the coolest. Of like, okay, these are all the things I've seen in other movies that did really well. So I'm gonna use all of these techniques in this movie, and it just felt like. When a kid does a science project and just puts way too much stuff and you're just like, simple is better. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what we're doing. So question, <clears throat> not grilling, question <clears throat> to understand, right? You're saying, yes. like, I felt the lack of, like, it's a thriller. You're not really, they're supposed to be stranded on a planet. It is 
I feel part of that that you don't know all the details because they don't know all the details. So how would you? What I'm curious about again, not grilling, is like, would you like more narration or or more characters talk? How would you want more info? Okay, so I respect what you're saying, but when you're a viewer, okay, they don't have to understand what's happening in the story. The actors don't have to understand because they are just going through what's happening to them because that's a movie. But for us watching, there was no even like subtle, like plot lines to show us what's happening so that we could understand what we were watching. Cause I literally felt like I was watching like huge chunks of scenes that didn't go together at all. I just was like, I, like I said to Cody earlier, I was like, I genuinely, like I put my phone down, which I don't do. And I tried to watch the movie and I was like, I had to rewind it so many times. I was like, maybe I'm like, maybe this download or this like one that I'm watching is just not very good. Or like, maybe I'm not paying attention or like, how did we get from like one scene drastically to another scene? I was like, I have confusion. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like... I'm going to cut in here. Uh, so I watched it on Blu-ray. Um, that, that looks like Jurassic Park for some reason. I'm sorry. I, ha I have the Jurassic Park one, too. There's a bunch okay. of movies that came in this design, Steelbook. Cool. But um, I had the option to watch the director's cut. And mm. what I was originally going to do is watch all three Riddick movies. But I was burnt out. Uh, not because of this movie, but partially. Um, and then I was even going to loop back and rewatch uh, Pitch Black with the director's cut just to see the difference. Because one of my issues to go against why mom here is like, I feel like the story is actually pretty simple and easy to follow along, given there is so much put in there with the back and forth. So the editing, that's where the real issue is. Okay. So. I'm not saying that the storyline wasn't hard to follow. What mm. I'm saying is the way that they did it made no sense. Like, it felt like they were like, here's the first 10 minutes of the show, now or the movie. Here's the first 10 minutes of the, of the movie. Now we're going to show you the last 20 minutes of the movie, and then we're going to go back to the first 10 minutes of the movie again. And I'm like, but, but why? <laughs> like, what does this mean to this? Like, where is the connection? I'm not feeling connected. I'm yeah, it, confused. It the pacing was sort of like in certain parts of the movie, like beginning up to the point where they have to actually start to move out. That to was told in a in a nice, cohesive way. But then after that, it things started to spread out. It felt like sort of like they were trying to speed things up in order to fit the run um, runtime. Right. Yeah. And that that's the issue I had is after the opening, right? The initial reason why they're on the planet, that whole section of them like searching for water feels like it goes on way too long. And then and then halfway through the movie we get into the more interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like they could have shortened the water stuff, done that pretty quickly and then instantly just gone into like slow-paced Who's going to die next? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just like, uh, uh, like, there is something there. Like, it, it like, the, the lore and the whole, like, world of building of it is great. But, like, to, filling it was, like, the, I think, 
the struggle there and they were trying to do it with with a, a limited budget like a smaller budget than like what other trip like sci-fi flicks do oh because i was gonna agree with the pacing a little bit and just my last two senses because yeah i felt very similar in terms of the world world building but then the climax kind of sucked like i got slightly interested into the world and the characters and like oh maybe some of them will make it out and then it was like oh no she's dead all right they're gone okay movie done I'm like oh well fuck that kind of ends yeah <laughs> it just ends <laughs> so i i see that and but i mean i guess that's why the chronicles of riddick popped off i guess people did like the opportunity to world build from there at the end of the day kind of and, and that's the thing, to compare to Event Horizon, Event Horizon was made with $60 million, as where this film was only made with $23 million. And mm-hmm. that's apparent, especially on the cusp of CGI usage. You know, literally uh, Spawn, which shout out to uh, Keith David, who's in this film, who's the voice of the animated Spawn, underrated actor, love his work, and he's uh, the holy man. I guess you'd call mm-hmm. him. Um, He's an arbiter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. I was so he's this animated. Okay. I'm yeah, always like racking. Yeah. I see him. I he's like an the iconic actor Peter, in my mind. And a bunch of games. Oh, yeah, okay. a lot of voice work. Um, and then he's been in great movies like uh, Requiem for a Dream and several others. He's in Community too. Right. Right. So and and anyway, anyways. His connection is that Spawn, the the um, live action movie, which he has nothing to do with, but that was known as the groundbreaker for CGI. Now, a lot of people complain about it now, but at the time, in 1997, it was huge. But you know what else came out in 1997? Jurassic Park. Uh, Event Horizon. Oh. <laughs> right? Which, given Event Horizon has good cgi as far as the mechanical stuff and everything else is like physical props which i think they should have done whenever the creatures weren't flying in this um it would have helped a lot um as soon as as soon as things get dark the visuals are good with the cgi in my opinion but um i agree no that's i agree with that but when the sun's when the suns yeah. are setting, you can still see enough. That. Yeah. Um, and and the best kill, which goes against how I feel about the writing, because I think he should have lived till the end for the conflict, was the bounty hunter. The way he gets chomped is just fantastic. First and then gets chomped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, that chomp is, like, it's perfectly centered, and you get, like, this hammerhead shark bat creature... My favorite thing about the bounty um, hunter is him wearing a bulletproof vest in in an in a in in space, in the in the future. And a bat. Yeah. Apparently, they exist in in this universe now. Well, also just an FYI, the guy who plays the bounty hunter is Cole Hauser or Hauser. I don't know how to say his name. He's the the guy from um, Yellowstone. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Which. It took me because I recognized his face and I was like, I know this face, but it doesn't look like the face I know. So I looked up the 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 um, letterbox so I could see like who was the cast, and I saw that it was him, and I was like, he has blonde hair in that, but in in the other show he has dark hair, and I was like, crazy. 
Yeah, I remember seeing him in so many things. Like I was like, this guy looks very. Oh, oddly enough, yeah. too fast, too furious. Yeah, he was a bad guy. In that oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, my brain, my brain. Okay, yeah. it all ties together now. That makes a lot of well, sense. But also, like, um, the thing, like, too, the the guy who plays Zeke, John Moore, I think is his name. Anyways, I really liked him. In this movie, even though he had a short little role, I felt like there was potential for there to be more there. And it's sad because I went to go see if he had any other movies, and he had like two, three other movies. Yeah, Dreamcatcher mm-hmm. and Get Carter and small roles. And it's just like, he was in White Chicks, though. Was he? Yeah, he was in White Chicks. Oh, he was. But, yeah. anyways, it's just, I'm just saying, it's sad. Because he was a good, mm. he was good. He was the good part of that movie, and then they took him away from fast. And I don't know what it is it keeps happening to me when I'm watching things lately. Take away the good one real fast. I, same note, we're talking character acting, right? We're looking at Vin, right? I felt mm. like Vin in this movie was more kind of like like a Rocky or a first like Rambo-y kind of, kind of just badass character, but now Vin kind of became the Rock's doppelganger you know like before he was trying to play grizzled action hero and then somewhere during the fest and the furious he's like no i need to be blockbuster action hero and i kind of miss this like more sly style action hero he was doing i liked it better well i think i think one of you bailey or raza brought up um that priest movie he did which the Witch Hunter, Witch Hunter, I think. yeah, yeah. Like which which was okay, but it was PG thirteen and very Hollywood. But uh, I I still haven't seen Bloodborne, Blood Sport, Blood Sport, Blood Sport right? yes. Which looked like not a great it's adaptation, but this is his, right. Um, there's only two other movies that I can think of where he had good acting. Um, number one. Iron Giant, which is voice acting, which isn't much, and you can compare it to Groot, which he does as well. Yeah, it's um, but it's been a long time, and I only watched it once, but The Boiler Room, which is um, like a stockholder kind of movie, like Wolf of Wall Street, but Does before. he have hair in that one? Are you talking, about, you're talking about Vin? Yeah. yeah, Vin Diesel. He is the Iron Giant. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I barely knew that. I always forgot that. Because this was before he was big. This was like his first thing he got. That was big for voice acting. It was his first voice acting role, really. Yeah. And before that, he did like 90s uh, toy commercials. Like, I think he did like a Street Sharks commercial or something. Where it was I feel biker. Like I'm being memed right now. No, no. This is all true. I mean, uh, I just Googled it because I think you're a liar. But you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see the development of, of Vin over time and how he kind of gave up the grit in order to become famous. Yeah, you mean selling out? Wow, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're good at something, you know, never do it for free. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously a good voice actor in The Iron Giant. Yeah, and then Groot. Um, again, he didn't even have to. But he went, like, given he only has three words that he says in the first Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, but he went and did it in every single language. 
So mm-hmm. that's commitment. Bro, also, are you making me respect Vin Diesel right now? Because I I don't want to. Yeah, well, you would, you would sa- sadly, I hate this, but if you read about him, you would like him, and that's a bad thing, because he's one of those he's cheesy method too. actors. He, or For Pitch Black, I was reading a thing where he, they had to fly in an optometrist because he was so committed to wearing the stupid contacts that they got stuck in his fucking eyes. Bro. Also, <laughs> that's, that scene where he's handcuffed and he lifts his arms, he really did that. That's I really he dislocated his shoulders because that's fire. If he actually did it, I was curious. He wasn't wearing the cuffs, but somehow he managed to actually like do that. Like, look, I can't even. Yeah, I look like a chicken. I but, thought, yeah. I, I thought th- there was like a cut in that scene to to make it seem like he's. I, I think he broke some. some I'm sorry, like. like... Yeah, because he, he was handcuffed to the pole and he dislocated his shoulders to get himself out. I thought it was the same as Raza. I thought it was just really good timed cuts that they would have just yeah. cut it right in the middle and he pulls his hands down. But that's he really cool. Committed. He's one of those. He's like one of the actors that gets committed when he 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 doesn't need to get committed, but he chooses to. So and and he's old now, right? So it's understandable for him to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do ten Fast and Furious movies where I get to sit in a car and look semi cool. Yeah, talk about family all all the time. Yeah. As we're Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel's in good health. He's a short king. Yeah. He's got family. He, oh, he needs a... to act. We need to see him do a. diversify his portfolio a little more. Um. Oh, man. It's been so long since I've seen but... it. The babysitter one. Oh, where where's the the something babysitter like Hitman babysitter or something? Yeah, and then John Cena came in a sequel. Uh, I, the pacifier, I the pacifier. Yes. Pacifier. Uh, no, no, so, uh, I like like this. I, I I think Vin Diesel was a little bit more. We saw him be being more human in this movie, right? We saw him actually being a a little bit less of a of a of a tough guy and more like i have to escape this planet because if i don't i will die and he understands the stakes whereas in the fast and furious move, move, movie just like I'm, I'm just gonna drive fast right yeah that's why i think again stealing from the commenters that's why i think riddick is one of the more impressive characters that he does because he's actually got stakes behind it unlike yeah. Dominic who's just trying to go fast and save his family yeah you know he's not doing a good job of it apparently because he's been it 10 times yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair so Panda we got you back what were you saying about the Matrix okay so um, okay <laughs> my mind went from the pacifier to uh, that genre of movie, which would probably go back to Kindergarten Cop. I don't know if there was one before that. But you take some manly man, put them in a situation with children, and you get a decent family comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, after the pacifier, you know, we got a Jackie Chan one, which was like the something next door. And then the rock did Tooth Fairy and all that. Anyway, so The Matrix was one of those movies that had color grading throughout the entire movie. And that bled into all of action, all of sci-fi. And 
this movie is clearly a result of that. And going back to the colors, because Wine Mom, Mom had brought it up, um, yeah, the daytime, I think they should have just went with, like, a yellow lens. Mm-hmm. Everything just should have been yellow. Like, in the ship, you could have done, like, a dark blue or whatever, then out on the planet, yellow, and then when it gets to night, I actually really enjoy all the neon use. Um, mm-hmm. The use of the, mm-hmm. like... The tubes, um, the blue flames or purple flames that they have from like the scotch that they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, me and my mom were talking about two visual shots that we loved. One is when one of the survivors <laughs> runs up and then he gets killed by Zeke. His body drops and then you see Riddick sitting up on the uh the... i thought that was a little cheesy to be honest no no <laughs> no it was perfect it was the best that he looked in the whole movie it was it was oh. such a good little like it was like a funny clip it was good oh it, yeah it, it doesn't really fit but it works so well and i really like how like they kind of zoom in and it's like he's just chilling while people are killing yeah. each other yeah and no one can see him <laughs> right uh the other shot is the guy with the glasses the one who's the hoarder of these ancient artifacts and art pieces and bourbon and whiskey mm-hmm. or whatever and when he you know his light burns out because he's a, a moron and crawls away from the group and he blows the fire and it lights up and there's aliens all around him that was beautiful yeah. that yeah. was the best scene in the whole like that was that was the best part of the entire movie. It was just that one scene. That's it. I did like the uh, the scene where, um, fucking Vin Diesel and the bounty hunter were fighting, and they had the green flare, and it just mm. lit up around that. But the cheesy part of that was Vin's dialogue during that entire. Mo- I was just like, oh, this is being undercut by this right now. Okay, we're. <laughs> Yeah, I missed but that. No. That was it was nice to see like a good old fashioned like Duke em out action hero. Exactly. Fight, you know? Like like no CGI, the people like two dudes just I in my head it reminded me of the fight scene at the end of Mission Impossible two where fucking Tom Cruise jumps at the guy mm-hmm. uh off the motorcycle. Off the motorcycle. Yeah. And, and they just go at it. I'm gonna watch that tonight, actually. But uh <laughs> um but uh, I just thought of that. I do miss those scenes where, like, like I do understand that fight scenes have, have become more technical. Like, there's it's like a dance now. Like, I've seen videos. They're, like, doing, like, kung fu and stuff. Like Because like of John Wick. Ever since America, John Wick, man. Well, well, well the, the Captain America Winter Soldier fight scene is one of my favorite fight scenes of all time but um i just miss the days when it's like two dudes just brawling it out and it's like it's like rough it's like not technical it's just i'm sure they had some stunt coordination there but it's just very very just simple right i do agree Um, with that yeah (laughs) <laughs> so you're talking about the color grading is the one thing i did a little bit that was the one thing i was curious enough that's how i stumbled on the other vin story i, I really wanted to read about why Tui chose all those like such a distinct orange and a blue contrast right um and it turned out that like i was reading it and the 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 blue like the daytime blue 
he actually like acid washed the film so that it's like an acid wash you put on and so he's it was like a gamble to see what the color grading of the footage will come out as because he's right. doing it like the old school way which i thought was interesting but see, I, i'm with you guys on the color the setup. but that's, but that's yeah. the thing is like why would you take a risk on something that could look so shitty because this is the thing like i i the thing is i 100 percent understand what he was trying to do with the color with using the different colors it just did not work because it's one of those things where it's like because i mean cody might punch me in the head for this but think about wes anderson quite often when he does his movies like there's very specific colors that stick very prominent throughout the entire movie with this i felt like that's what they were trying to do but they were also trying to like give different parts of it like its own color thing and i was just like i'm like pick like pick something and stick with it you know what i mean like again because because yeah. we because it's because it's like you can see this is what i mean when i say he took a bunch of concepts and just threw them all in the movie he went sci-fi action guns weapons uh aliens uh horror uh space space eclipse and then he went yellow blue and neon and lots of dark and weird glasses and snowball effect and woohoo all these things and it's just like okay you are overwhelming me with all of your concepts and it just felt Mm -hmm. like it was like how much cgi and editing you could put into one movie instead of just like making a movie that made sense that's what I felt like. I was just like, yeah. you're just like putting way too much special effects or visuals. Like, it just felt to me like a guy who, uh, I'm so sorry to the director, because to me, it felt like a guy who thought he was so fucking smart and such a great director and such a great editor and like such a smart guy. But he was like, let me put all these cool, great concepts together. And it was just like, I'm overwhelmed. Pick one cool, great concept. Do it very well throughout the entire movie. That's what you need to do. That's that, to me. That's what I felt like. I was like, "You did the neon stuff really, really good. That was yeah. really good. Like that made sense. You you could have done that throughout if you wanted it to be a dark movie. Then you just mm-hmm. like went all yeah. over the place with like, filters and shit. I, I definitely do see where you're coming from. I don't particularly agree, <clears throat> but I at least it's okay see to it. Be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I yeah yeah yeah. I personally, you already have like so many you need to cut to riddick's color you need to cut to the neon scene you need to like the your color palette is already going to be switching a lot in a jarring way so i think it's like ample opportunity to try some different creative patterns on it and to also build the alien world feel especially if you're just shooting in a desert setting it's very easy for it to just like look like earth if you don't do something to exaggerate the footage so like I, I agree with you in the way that, yeah, he's just slapping in. Here's next one. Nah, bah, 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 bah. But I at least I understand. I, I, I empathize a little bit more with what the experimenting was, you know? Yeah, I respect the, uh, again, with the acid wash, that's an old technique. That's how film was originally colored. And it like films would only be one color until people went frame by frame painting them or staining, right? Mm-hmm. So there's well, mad respect there. To be fair, I said 
I understand what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect the effort. I just think, like, after it was done, why did you not think, okay, maybe too much? Like, if that was a, if that movie was made in <laughs> times today with all of that overwhelming different concepts, because it felt like a whole bunch of different movie concepts being shoved into one movie. You guys would be like, okay, it sucks. But if you guys are looking at it now, you're looking back at it like, okay, for the time that it came out, like, you know, he's experimenting, doing all these things. Cool, great. But it's like, it's too much stuff. So It really just the, felt like too much stuff. The part of the puzzle that we're both missing, though, that could defend mm-hmm. either of our points, right, is like, mm-hmm. we don't, if he did do all of these advanced or traditional methods, maybe he couldn't reverse it. There's a lot of, like, his film would be permanently the blue color that he already would have paid his $10 million for the CGI. So maybe maybe he, he was stuck with the creative choices, you know what I mean? I mean, then then so be it. But you could have made other decisions. And again, there's, there's a director's cut, and I, I haven't watched it in a while, so who knows what's different about that, and that could have been up to Universal. Not to mention, in conversion, this movie would have been made for $40 million today. Like that's the conversion rate for how much mm-hmm. it would have cost, which is not a lot. I know it seems a lot to us, but you know we're getting movies that are made with a hundred million, two hundred million, a billion. You know, yeah. look at Avatar. <laughs> okay, but like, uh, okay, I'll keep my opinions to myself. No, no, it's fine. We we get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I feel like even if you have minimal resources could have been so much better. I'm sorry, because I feel like there's people nowadays who do significant, I mean, of course, significantly more nowadays, you can access a lot more things, but even with lower budgets, like you can do so much more. So to compare that movie to something like Avatar that has all those resources, like that's not really a fair comparison, but for the time that that movie came out, they could have done, he could have done better, you know? Okay. Given James Cameron, who did Avatar, also one one of his first movies was Terminator, which was a low-budget film that just happened to blow up, and that was all practical effects, as where literally this was in the boom of let's try and CG things. So I guarantee most of the budget probably went towards that. Meanwhile, everything else, the costume design, uh, the props, the sets, I think all looked amazing. I, I yeah. would agree. I was surprised at the I'd amount of that. effort they put in. Yeah. I was really yeah. surprised at that. But see, that just highlights where they've made their mistakes, though. Like, you, you're you in a time when that is booming, so you take the risk to spend a bunch of money on shitty CGI. Also, your core concepts are really good. I and think your set design I, is really good. Why don't you I just stick the, with that? I think the reason why the other two movies in in the series did better than this one is, is, is because of the technology technological advancements that were uh, given in 2004 and then in 2013 when it's even easier to do these things that's why like I I think this movie Pitch Black was just uh, sort of like an experimentation of what can happen if if they do it this way and in some eyes yeah sure it doesn't work and then in others it it does but like i i, th- I think we're, we're just looking at the, this movie with the lens of 
the 2010 and the 2020s. Mm, see, no? I yeah, hear you. I hear you, and I think like there's a degree of that, but I also don't agree. because yeah. I because I'm trying to look at the movie as for what it is, and it's like mm. if I seen it back in 2000, I still think it would have been on Showcase at midnight or something stupid. Like I did, I do not see I do not see that movie as like something successful in 2000. I just don't. I mean, it doubled its money, which is mm-hmm. fine. That's great i'm i'm glad that that happened because people are gonna watch sci-fi things regardless though i think where you got this is this is sci-fi i would and that was like peak sci-fi at that time sci-fi was was crazy at that time no 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 one was going to sci-fi films this is you were right in your first evaluation honestly like when you were saying it was made for showcase to put on that sci-fi hour because that's the only time that if you were trying to watch sci-fi you had to watch stargate at like 9 p.m. There ain't no mainstream yeah, sci-fi on right now. That, that was that, like at that time we had a bunch of sci-fi TV shows and stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, TV shows, but but not movies. Yeah. You know. It's, but again, this this but it's, still, it's a sci-fi time. Whether it's this, a movie or a show. This came after the Matrix, given it was probably filming at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that was the Matrix came out around that time. And then um, Event Horizon came out like just before 97, that. 97, 97, so years right. before. But 97 again, to 2000, though, come on, that's not that far. The practical point is- effects versus CGI, which was yeah. like, brand new. Yeah. Whatever. And new, new actor, new, like, and, and I know Event Horizon was not as big. It was also a classic that developed over time. I it know failed. that also, yeah, did not do well in theaters. Given it's much, it's a much better movie. I agree. Significantly better movie. But given, given like that director of Event Horizon, Paul W. S. Anderson, only went on to do like video game movies, Resident Evil, every single one of them. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> My man, really stuck with a lot. And like Monster yeah. Hunter, which I haven't seen, and he's I doing. I saw it. I saw it on Friday. It is garbage, but please watch it. Please watch it. I it's will. I will. Trash. It's gar- I love it. It's so bad. Like Raza said, it spun this movie, which, you know, it's not perfect, right? And I think it's kind of hard to say if you had seen it back then, and if you hadn't seen Event Horizon, maybe you would have loved this movie. Who knows? But it spun off two sequels which the second one expanded on the universe. The third one I remember mm-hmm. being fucking amazing. And it also spun off an animated series and, and comic game. books and, and a game. game. So yeah. it became I'm... like a hundred million dollar product. Yeah, yeah, that's, I just but clicked it on was David. around a time when like merchandising things and like doing that thing was like, what does pump out that stuff as much but, as we could. But it was also rated R content, which is rare. Like, aside from Spawn. Yeah, yeah that's rare. Blade. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> yeah, what... On a way to, like, revitalize it, like, I was also thinking in this context, I don't, this is definitely not a movie I want to see redone by any means. I'd rather just leave it as the art piece it is. But for funsies, I would love to see someone doing like a high res reimagined versions of the aliens, or that's, at least uh, in one of the. That's technically panels. the third one. The, and the yeah. fourth one is is apparently a oh, prequel. Yeah. But see, I feel like 
those other two movies don't deserve a spot here in this conversation because we're not they're not looking at the movie based off movies but but again vin diesel he's not terrible in this i like him a lot (laughs) given given he does do the christopher nolan batman thing and repeat what other people say a lot i found his character to be super cheesy and boring but like that's two thousands. You wanted a cool bald guy with goggles on who's like it's well. Why, mommy? Like, in in all fairness, this movie is setting him up, right? It's setting who he is up. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're we're not going to get not much at all development in this first movie, right? It, that's going to happen three years later in the in the second one, where you know. We, we actually have a, a full-fledged character. But I'm just I, saying, them, like, a movie I, shouldn't rely on other movies. Well, I was just going to hop in, too, is, like, it's, like, and I also, I think, like, a contrasting opinion is also just maybe our taste in movies. Like, a part of, <clears throat> that's a divide there is, like, you're saying you want more explanation, and I'm much okay, much more okay with a lead character that doesn't have a backstory, and I'm not spoon-fed who he is and what he does. I like to yeah. see it happen, so... And that's not an insult. This is like I'm talking about just taste in general. So but that's I think like, that's... I think maybe the critical difference that we're having there, maybe. I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> because I, I feel I... like a character doesn't matter to me so much sense. Because they gave him a backstory. He he was basically Mole Man. Story was given. We got it. Like, he committed a crime and was put in a box, and then because he was in the dark so long, his eyes got fucked up. So okay, we 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 watched a movie Actually, about Mole Man. Why? What? What happened to his eyes? Dude. That's what he said. That's what he said. He he said that, that was his own self-given origin story because he, he was a criminal. He was in a prison where he would never see the light of day again, and it was pitch black. And then somehow he worked out where a doctor gave him like the special eyes where he could see in oh, the dark. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but now my turn to dig in on this film. Because, okay, one thing, do either, Bailey or Raza, do either of you remember uh, the cause of why the ship crashed? Asteroids being... Yes, stray asteroid. But it had absolutely nothing to do with the lunar eclipse, right? No, I don't think so, but it could have, I guess. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) So what are the odds that they end up on this planet exactly 22 years later after mm-hmm. this event? And also, is it just one night that they have to survive? Why the fuck didn't they just stay place? What I, I think See, it's supposed to be... now I'm even more frustrated. I don't think they knew how long... I, I, well, I guess she had the model. It would tell you exactly how long it would be. So that's also dumb. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I like those subtle details of the character building at the start, too, of when she's jettisoning all the passengers and it's, like, making yeah. you notice, like, oh, she just killed a bunch of people. Like, please take this in. But also, it, it definitely was one day because it was it went from the 21st to the 22nd. And then you see her. OK, this is me, like, filling in the blanks on my own. When she's moving the little model, it goes from the 21st to the sec- 22nd. And then she sits there and moves the model all the way to the 23rd and then all the way back to the 21st and then back into the 22nd. So she, her ass knew it was only one day and she was like, I'm going to risk everybody's life. Anyway. Girl, yeah. I mean, this is me filling in the blanks though, just based off 
literally the fact that you watch her go through the days and realize it's the one day of the year that they are there. I didn't catch that, to be honest. I did not catch any of that. And I'm catching it now because Cody brought it up, and now I'm even more <laughs> irritated. Why you had to kill everybody for that? All of them would have just went away, but you would play the superhero lady. I, mean, I don't know. Th- then it could have been like like alien in that sense where they're mm. in the middle of the desert, not even close to a ship that works and they have to survive. But again, there's a billion things that they could have done. I don't hate it. I just, that is the one issue that's kind of scratches that at the back of my brain of like, if they would have just closed that door where they were all safe, they probably would have survived the night. They had, that alcohol to stay hydrated which that was such a stupid concept everybody knows alcohol makes you more dehydrated he says that in the movie but i know but they had like so much of it where you could just get wasted all night yeah yeah well you're stranded on an alien sort of like but so in the long like in the short of it he basically just said the all of it was irrelevant basically Mm -hmm. is what he said because they could have just stayed on the ship and waited till the next morning to go and look for pieces. Given they're human, they have flaws, which is another thing, is... What's her name? Um, the lead actress. The one from... Carolyn? Yeah. Yeah, Rada, Rada Mitchell. Yeah, love her. Silent Hill. Great adaptation, in my yes, opinion. That's but where Car- Carolyn, again, she is she's the main character, in my opinion. Um, of this film she even comes up first on imdb she Mm -hmm. she's the one who has to make the hard decisions there's the whole like i'm not your fucking captain and then she has to step up which given makes the ending kind of bad stupid stupid. yeah oh yeah 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 bro her death was super surprising to me she was gonna Oh yeah, but her like I I thought she was gonna live because if it's because this movie was following the rules of many other sort of like sci-fi horror movies where you kill off a lot of the cast, a lot of the uh, and you uh, the 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 bad human and then the good human and and then they fight. So I I thought she was gonna live, but then her death was kind of surprising. I did like like that twist it was like okay cool no. then you go fuck oh, awesome no given awesome. i i wish it, it would have been late. it was a little too late bit, for that development i wish it was a little bit more cinematic because her just yeah. getting pulled back was mm-hmm. like but it was like we waited the entire movie which that moment of like oh i'm i am more human and i should care about people and then you go and save the characters you wanted to die anyway which is why I think they should have kept the bounty hunter till that right. point, which but is the, where she could have sacrificed herself to save Riddick or something. The point is mm-hmm. that that character development was too late and unnecessary at that point. It uh, would have been much better if they had a little romance and got on the ship together and fly away. Flo- no, flew away. No, no, thank you. Yeah. That that it would have been, been, so, it been so much better. Because, no, because he already saved her once early on yeah. and so he was gonna let the kid die so it's like if you're gonna do that you might as well let have the romance let them get on the ship together and fuck yeah um <laughs> given riddick is kind of a creep in this 
given he's also been locked up half his life, but he cuts her hair to smell it, right? Um, I think it's pretty progressive that they made her... Like, of course, she's unsure about herself, but that's part of the character development, is that she's literally a strong, independent woman that's surrounded by these people that she is like, I guess I'm kind of responsible for you, but don't look mm -hmm. up to me, because, like, like, I almost fucking killed you. <laughs> I I read a, a little... I was reading this, uh, stuff of this movie last night, and that scene where he cuts her hair... Vin Diesel said he was kind of uncomfortable doing that scene. The director had to convince him to do it. He was like, I don't want to, I don't want why is he doing this? This is weird. So, but yeah, I, uh, but at the end, I feel like all of your points are valid because I think they were just trying to finish up the movie as quick as they, I, they that, See, I agree with you. I feel oh. like the last 10 minutes of the movie was like, how do we just get done so that it's yeah. done? I mean, I'm I'm glad it didn't drag out, but like it should have been like, let's make it feel like a rewarding experience. That like Riddick is out with the two, with the one Muslim guy, and the and and uh, what, what's his face, Jack, Jack. And then let's make it a, a nice wholesome moment. But no, the credits roll. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I, I definitely too quick just to summarize. Yeah, let, just, let, like, yeah. Let's talk about the best twist in this movie, too. Jack yeah. is actually a female. I thought the twist was uh, the bounty hunter was a fucking druggie. That was a You're twist, too. The kid? the kid is a female? Yeah. Yeah, I thought we all knew that. N no, but that's the thing. Is that at first, it sounds like a very boyish voice presents themselves as a boy... And then it's only revealed once Riddick, with his strong nose, realizes <laughs> that she's bleeding. And then we get that very awkward comment from the bounty hunter who's like, stick a cork in this one. Ah, uh, yes, I forgot about that joke. Yes, I, I forgot I, yeah, about that joke. If, I just, yeah, that, that was ultimate that. cheese. But I, I didn't make, the, uh, I didn't make that, that connection. See, I didn't I... pick up on any of that because there was just so much other shit going on that the dialogue just f sounded like blurs to me. Like That's I didn't fair. pick up on like any of the dialogue. I don't. If you ask me, like what what anybody said in that movie, like verbally, I have no idea. I had a subtitles. That's the only one I remember because that was obvious. And the what? Where's the kid or whatever? So that's it. The um, rest of the dialogue, I don't even. Can remember. We talk about the Walking Dead now. Uh, I did Coral. the one thing I liked about Vin Diesel's character is that he isn't like he's vulnerable he's hella vulnerable he's not oh yeah he's I mean, not like, like a super soldier the he doesn't have any powers you know what I mean the character like, was good his character like, was great like yeah. Vin Diesel's character like what it was what it like the mole man character I have to call it was a good character and like could have made for a good movie concept like, it's like this happens to me all the time with movies lately when I watch them is like the concept magnificent execution confusing because the, the the concept was good that he's this like mole man character that can see in the dark and then we're on space with an eclipse yeah cool I like <laughs> it but everything else felt short and just felt like all unnecessary it just felt like what like I just was so I was lost through the whole movie. I'm gonna just say I guess that. With the I actually watched it. Yeah. 
But I actually watched it. Did I actually get... put my phone down and watched it, and I was still confused. Did you get your MRI results yet? Because yeah, everything's yeah. normal. Uh, okay. I don't know. I I like a lot more question marks in my movies, but I understand. I think there are two different big perspectives well, okay. on how to watch I, them. You know. I, okay, I wanna. Uh, okay, was this movie when Pitch Black? When I don't know, you one of you can answer this, but when Pitch Black was made, did they say at the time it was made? It, we're gonna make a series. No, um, I don't no. think so. Okay. No. Never mind them. My questioning is is gone now. No, say what you were gonna say. No, because like because if, if they intended it to be a series, then the question marks would appear in other movies just to complete the entire uh, right story. But like if they did it, if it was intended to be a whole series, then yeah, it just makes sense. But the question marks. In this one because it's supposed to end here but doesn't. see but that's that's what i'm saying there's too many holes and too many things that didn't make sense and the fact that we relied on two other movies to make it make sense just seemed pointless i i don't think did the other two movies that's what cody oh, said I, that they're supposed to make it make sense well that it helps it enhance the experience is yes, what he's saying what he yes so that doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily answering any plot holes it's just I'm helping sure it expand does. on the character okay. I'm okay. sure it does. I'm most okay. un unfamiliar with the second one, which has the most lore, and I can't remember it. As where the third movie is kind of like a repeat of this movie, only it does everything that you've complained about, like, properly. Right. Updated effects. Um, his character, again, he's not superhuman or anything, but it shows how smart he is. And again, like even in this movie, I think I don't think we've talked about it, how he is capable of taking out every single one of these people. And of course, he has his moments and he even challenges uh, Carolyn at the end of the movie mm -hmm. of like, like he has a conscience. Yeah. He, he's not a bad guy. Yes, he's killed people, but we don't know the context. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just, I yeah, think I he wasn't a like... big mean villain though. He was made to be a big mean villain. Some guy, some guy that got shafted. Okay, but let's say you get on a plane and there's some U.S. marshal with an FBI convicted guy. The marshal dies, and then this guy's loose. Are you gonna trust him? Okay, maybe it's yes. the dumb white girl syndrome, but I probably feel like let's find out more about why you're here. See, I put that's my faith in, in this man. <laughs> I want to do everything. Yeah, he's supposed to. He's like the vague anti-hero, morally questioned, John Wayne-esque. You don't know why is he dirty, Harry? You know they need him to be here's questionable. The here's the tea: nobody in the movie, none of the characters a part of the movie, have to know anything about him. But us, the viewers, would be nice if we had a little inclination of who he was and to understand. So that adds more. to the whole. That adds to the immersion. It would have given us more. Know. No, I disagree. I feel like it would be more immersive if we had an idea and we could. I feel like it would have made it more. But immersive. then, but then, if, if if you knew about this character, you would you would be able to pinpoint his nature, and that would be like predictable the whole point of his character you don't want to like his unpredictable unpredictable in this you i don't agree you, i don't agree because he, he I, did I, I just think, things even with I the felt, forethought i've i felt that 
the lesser we knew about this character, the the more interesting it becomes because you you don't want to reveal everything about this guy, right? Then it becomes okay. like, oh, fucking, he just did this shit. Okay, but Whatever. we at the end of the movie we had gathered based off the experience that he wasn't that bad of a guy, yeah. but he still wanted to let those other people die because he just couldn't be bought. Okay. No, he was testing her. Mm, I think he couldn't be asked and was like, whatever is whatever. No, because he, again, he found out because again, everyone just assumes he's bad. He's the bad guy. Right. And so he gets to that point where he's like, it's just you and me. Let's take off. And he, Okay. No, you're and, getting ahead of me. I'm not talking about that point. I'm talking about just the fact that he was in the ship by himself before she even came. When he was all by himself, he was going to leave everybody, her included. No, he didn't no. knew she was gonna. He didn't know she was gonna follow him. He, I, I think. I he, think it implies that again. No. It's leaving the question marks so that you can. She wasn't going to. She wasn't going to until the guy said he ain't coming back, and she was well, like, "Oh, maybe I should follow him then." Riddick's pretty damn smart, isn't he? You know, like he's supposed to show that he's intuitive. Maybe he could smell her. Maybe he could see her with his fucking eyeballs, right? Yeah, and I, I feel think, like we're reaching now. We're reaching. I, I, I don't he, wasn't, know. he wasn't wasting any energy. He was just like booting up the ship and knew, like, of course, they were all run, running Hold to the, the door. Ship, right? And I think a critical difference, again, I think it's another storytelling thing, Crossroad we're at, because I think, like with Riddick, this character, he's not. He's not a good guy just because he saved them and took. He just made. He's supposed to be more Joel esque, like The Last of Us. Like he's supposed to be morally gray. He's a. He does what needs to be done. You know what I mean. So he made it. He saved these people, but who knows? Maybe tomorrow. He's, he's an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. See, there's way too much. There's way too much personal context that we're putting into it, and way too much observation amongst ourselves that we're putting into it to make the story make sense. Listen, I read that, the. Like, I that's read, my read point, the Cody. Page it's my point. Read. It's my point. Yeah, but your point also goes against how you feel about superhero movies because they're not superhero three-dimensional characters. Suck. Superhero movies suck. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're but that's not what we're talking about here, Cody. Don't make. Don't bring superhero. Too much. Don't depth? do it. Don't. Or I don't want to talk about superhero arguments stuff. are normally. No. <laughs> yeah, it seems <laughs> like I'm it's not. Worse. I'm not bringing no because I'm not bringing superheroes into this because that's a totally different genre that doesn't just have to do with the with the 2Dness of the character. There's a lot more into the reason why I don't like superhero movies, and this is not the place to talk about it at the moment. I'm just saying, based off this movie alone, there was too like the story. There's just too many holes. Period. There just was. There was too much of like left right. for you to like come to your own conclusions to make up your own yeah. mind to find your own plot we, in the movie yeah 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 yep. yep. we're following we agree to disagree at this point you've made it very clear that you think there's a lot no, of holes and I as we that, try to build on it we're around? just coming back to this same point who knew pitch black be a heated discussion turn around. <laughs> <laughs> no because you guys always do this to me because we're asking you to expound on why you feel it may not paint enough, or what? Like I'm, I, that's what I'm curious about. You're just saying it five hundred times. I so ultimately, I've I think, wine mom, you took something different than yeah. I guess what these two fellows did. No, uh, ultimately, right? That's what I'm. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah because like. Like yeah, I I agree with you. There were there there were holes in the Don't movie. Don't disagree with me, Raza. Don't. I 
okay. There were holes in the movie, right? I, I, that's what I, I can attest to. But like to me, it didn't really make it a big deal that it, it hurts the, the entire like, like narrative. I, I, I get that, but that's ultimately like I, I, I think this movie was a stepping stone to see what could be. And holes or no holes, it's 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 still conveyed a good like a, a sort of like a a a different kind of uh, sci-fi horror movie because of of the rules it it, it it laid out for itself. But ultimately, I think yeah, there there were issues with it with the the holes that were we've brought up. But to me, again, it didn't really. Uh, have any sort of negative impact of, of the entire yeah no I see that I think that's a fair fair mediation so then I got one fun point I got one fun point that I liked last and then I'm going to throw this bad boy to to ad break and we're going to come back with the buy it rent it skip it which is our final votes on the film of what you think people should or would do with it but my boy is what I like. My my guilty pleasure of all the animation stuff. I really like the noise that the aliens make. Like it's very Evangelion in vibes. I, I kind of like the weird audio tuning they had I on wish it. I wish you saw more of them. More yeah, aliens. yeah. I wish you saw it. yeah. Watch Riddick, the third movie. Okay. Like you don't. Yeah, you don't even have to revisit the second one, which again elaborates on the lore. But the third one. It's been a while for me. I plan on watching it soon, but it's 2013, so you know yeah. that the visual effects are going to be much better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll leave it from there. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the copying its movement was definitely badass too. Oh, when Riddick was like face I, to face with the one. The one last thing I did like though how it didn't break its own rules. It set up the rules with it, like it set the creatures come out at night. Uh, and and or not at night, but like at the day, like if there's, there's no light, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it consistent with that. Something a lot of horror sci-fi horror movie movies tend to do is break their own rules. They establish right. them, and this movie was actually consistent in that all throughout. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. All right. Throw an ad on. Are you listening to the audio version of this? Awesome. Did you hit the download button, though? We need that download button. Maybe a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those could help out. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, head over to Spotify. Hit that download button. You can take us on the go. If you've watched this film, you don't necessarily need to see the video version. Just hang out with us. Tune in. We can be your uh, going-to-work content. If you'd so trust us, we would like to extend our, our loving offer of wasting our lives once a week. Appreciate you. We're back, and before I did the ad break, I realized we skipped a section. So Panda, we have this prepared in case the film had some errors we thought may be filled. So we got woulda, coulda, shoulda. What do you, what do you think coulda, shoulda been done? Okay, at the beginning, I would have had some sort of like solar flare from the lunar eclipse affect the ship rather than just asteroids so then that way the timeline actually meets up mm-hmm. i would have put in something i would have edited down the search for water segment 
I would have, I would have um, given some sort of sign that like, oh, this lunar eclipse lasts a week. Like a a week on this planet is like what would be a day on Earth, you know, the equivalent. Mm-hmm. So instead of sitting here for a week trying to survive on brandy or whiskey or whatever, then they're like, okay, we should make it for the ship. And then the ending, again, um, Carolyn, I feel like, could have either been sacrificed in a better way or could have survived somehow. Yeah. Um, there, there's a few different things, but I'm I'm not too focused. The, the main thing is... Was this a single night that they had to survive? <laughs> well, to be fair, Panda, you're 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 using Earth terms, all right? We're talking about fucking alien shit. Yeah, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Again, like I said, if they would have just squeezed in, like, oh, because of the circulation of the suns or circulate, fumbling over orbit. my words, because orbit. of because orbit. of the orbit. Yes. <laughs> around these suns is it like longer than 24 hours in human hours yeah right? they do that in star wars supposedly tatooine had slower time because of the two suns yeah and longer days right yeah so longer days longer nights that's why everything is in star wars is on that planet yeah, 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 exactly. Because then they can just run out the screen time. All right, you know what, no, guys? I... It, I'm not coming at you. I like Dune. It's all on 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 Arrakis, so it's. A lot of, <laughs> He's all about the, the dust, spice, the spice, spice. The spice. But uh, for my thing, I just wish I could have been a bit longer. Then the the characters would have been. Their deaths would have been more like payoffy. It would have been more impactful we would have spent more time with these characters um especially carolyn her death yeah i agree with pa- uh, panda she has dragged away i was like that's that's it oh mm-hmm. all right guess we're on to the next next thing so i i just thought uh just adding a little bit more of a, ro- a runtime to let the lo- lo- story grow story be told in a balanced way would have mm-hmm. been uh would have been great I don't have any. Those are. I think you all covered the bases. I would agree with. I I I will take from some of Wine Moms. I would have been, still. I would still include some of the experimenting. But he did jump around from the different colors and cuts a lot. Like I'm definitely in Wine Mom support. It's a little bit too much, too fast. I was fine with the color grading, but definitely maybe let it breathe a bit more. Right. And the shaky cam and the slow motion shots where there's a regular speeded scene and literally without a cut, it would slow down to make like something dropping seem more dramatic was a little. Could that be like attributed to the, to, to the, the style that the movies were, were, were being done during that time? Probably a little be? bit. It was definitely more not cheesy. Everyone was kind of doing those scenes then a little bit. Given, given like you brought up mission impossible too, which is a great example. Cause it's John Wu. Right. And he was famous for the jump in slow motion with like doves behind you and like gunshots. But it's a single shot rather than like I'm running with my water bottle and then I trip and then slow motion 
and then fast motion again, and I like trip. Over. Right, 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 right. It's 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 not a consistent way of 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 shooting some something. Mm-hmm. As where again, like Bailey brought up the the color grading and how he acid dyed the film and all that. I didn't know that. That's fucking amazing. And it's like yeah. he, he did something cool with like a low budget studio movie. So. Yeah, I read in uh, that when I was reading about it, he had to like argue with the studio to do the acid dye because you have to use the original reel, and they're like, "Don't do it, don't do it." And he ran away and did it anyways because if the reel burns, the real all that you're fucked. He's a visionary. <laughs> He's a fucking visionary. <laughs> <laughs> but so last segment then, if we're doing uh, what it could have should have, now we're on to buy it, rent it, and skip it. Unless Panda has another point, and I just jumped the gun. Like, I, I know Wine Mom already expressed herself, but was there any final thoughts? Thank you. Oh, like, what it could have shut us? Yeah. yeah. Um, taking it down to 50% of the concepts and maybe just nailed at least 50% of 50% of the concepts <laughs> would have been the way to go. Other than That's that, awesome. it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good summary. <laughs> Um, so then since I jumped the gun, jump the gun, buy it, rent it, skip it. Uh, I'll start it off. I'll keep it simple. I would say, uh, skip it if average Joe, but rent it if you, you're a film geek. So mm-hmm. like it can be thrown in the pile of general sci-fi thriller. If say like now wine mom made it very evident, like someone who's not super engaged with that found it disorienting and not fun. So I think maybe they toss it on the pile for that. But if you're a film geek, all the interesting applications and the production as, as we've been going off, I think it's worth the watch. Uh, the second you, option is, uh, what's the second option? Buy it, rent, rent it, or it, skip it. Rent it, yeah. Because it's, nice, it's a nice fucking, like, it's a movie that, like, you don't really have to think that hard into. You can just watch it as a popcorn flick with your homies, make fun of it. You can make a drinking game out, out of it or how, how many times Vin Diesel says something cheesy. Uh, you can, it, it, it's a fun m- movie at the end of the day. And that's what I liked about it. Like, like it doesn't, it doesn't hold your hand. It just tells you th- this is what you're going to get. An hour and 30 minutes of just pure, pure Vin Diesel. Mm. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think, um, I'm renting it. Is it good? Right. Yeah, I suggest, like, I suggest watching it at least. Um, if you're in our age group, you know, around thirty, give or take, um, and you have fond memories of this, it may bring down some of your respect of the movie overall. But again, as a series, it it's really <laughs> it's really good. It works. And uh, yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy with that outcome. And I I own this limited edition steelbook. And, oh, that's a cool uh, cover. That's right. Nice art. And then yeah, it's done in like a comic book style almost. That's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, Vin Diesel's eyes are cool. What, what else? Yeah. <laughs> Wine mom, what do you feel? What do you feel? Well. <laughs> I think all of you guys have an idea of what I think I'm going to say. Buying and it. You'll be, huh? Buying it. Yeah. Actually, I'm cur- wait, I'm curious. What do you guys think I'm going to say? What do you, what do you guys think I'm going to say? You, 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 
You want we all stutter. Go back. No, 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 because I know because I I'm curious because I I know what I'm gonna say and it's not gonna change, but I'm curious what you guys think I'm gonna say. You're gonna say you wanna... skip it. No, I'm okay. gonna say buy it. What are you gonna say, Raza? Buy it, absolutely. Cody, what do you think this. I'm gonna say? I think you you want to buy a time machine, go back and destroy this movie before it's ever put out. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say rent it, and I'm sure you guys are shocked by that. And the I'm close. I am. You're close, Raza. The only reason why I'm saying that is because it was tra- it was trash. Like that that is what that is. But, but, I think it's good for what it is, in a sense of like if you because here's the thing, I love sci-fi movies. I am super into sci-fi movies. I love sci-fi concepts. I love everything space related. So this movie had such great potential to be so much more. So that's why I was so hard on it because I felt like there was a lot of great concepts that were just shittily done and it sucks because the concept was good. Um, So I'm going to say watch it just for the scene of Vin Diesel drinking the guy's alcohol and the guy getting killed by all of the dudes with uh, all the monsters or whatever where he spits out the alcohol mm-hmm. and creates the flame because even though the movie sucked, they still had great aspects, which is common in movies. So watch it just for that alone, just at least to get that enjoyment out of it and see a cool concept, even if it wasn't done well. So... That's how I feel. Yeah. I, I doesn't mean it. doesn't mean doesn't mean I still bit of a very low rating, but I'm just saying. No, still it's well worth iterated. A watch. Yeah. I yeah. think he explained that well. I think he explained that well. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, mom, I know this is your first episode joining us back from Movie Madness, but we have one important question we like to ask before we cl- close off this TV show. All right, Ryan, mom, it's a very important question. That okay. It's All a, right. It's, was Bo Burnham in this movie? Oh my god, I'm not entertaining that. No, he was not in the movie. He was, was Tom Cruise in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> so boring. But we yes. did get a short king. They were Please both jet- jettisoned into the sun. You missed the trick question. They both died in the sun at the very beginning. They both, they both ran. No, Tom Cruise ran into the sun and then. Somehow, Bob Burnham did stand up, and one of the aliens sort of fucking catapulted him in, into the, the the sun. You're not funny, <laughs> Bob Burnham. No, have you no integrity, boy? Come on. Yeah. We literally watched two movies on accident, and they had Bob Burnham in them. Mm. On accident. Yeah, by I'm accident. Sure. That was the bit. That was the bit. Yeah. No, I thought I was getting duped. Raza accidentally picked a Bo Burnham movie after I was bitching about Bo Burnham. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're pranking me. But this is Bo Burnham being Bo Burnham. That was the good part about that. Back to it, Raza. Raza, do you have anything you want to tell the world before we close out? Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, fucking go on Spotify. Listen to us there. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Do the whole thing. You're on your phones all the time. Use your ADHD brains to just press those buttons to get us likes and make accounts just to inflate the number and tell your your grandparents about us because we're we're boomer content now 
Yeah, yeah, we're boomer content now. Now you got to get your grandma to watch us when she wants to reminisce about Vin Diesel because now we're watching 30-year-old movies that we grew up watching and it's sad and life is short and we're all going to die one day. <laughs> all right, and we got Panda and Wine Mom here. Panda has a link tree in the description. Uh, this man will solely be applying his wonderful movie knowledge to the world and the internet in graceful fashion soon enough. Uh, yes. Do you have anything uh, you want to say? <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if anyone has not seen The Iron Giant, please do yourself a service because it's a fantastic um, animation. Vin Diesel voicing a giant robot in the 60s, I want to say. Anyways, um, also, Radha Mitchell, if you're single, call me. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> 